podcast. <laughs> Back in the studio. Hello. Yes, all of us. All five of us. All five of us. Me and my two friends and two personalities. <laughs> I was gonna say the dogs. Oh, but okay, that's nice. Yeah. <laughs> Hi, doggies. I mean, they count. They do count. They've hit the microphone a few times. Yeah. Dwight sneezed on it earlier. Mm-hmm. It just wasn't on air. Sorry, buddy. And Fran has yet to clean it off. Yeah, she just <laughs> let that shit ride. I mean, ride. he sneezes directly on my face. At this point, who cares? <laughs> <laughs> Hi, guys. Welcome to a pilot podcast. Yep. <laughs> it's, we're in the Yuletide. And yeah. Nobody seems to think so. Santa, tell me. I don't know. I couldn't think of another Christmas song. Chestnuts. Rob. Anyway, this is... The Christmas episode. Merry uh, holidays. Holidays. Happy Chrysler. Christless and <laughs> Merry Crisis. Um, the Buddha. Yeah. <laughs> whatever. Whoever you are, whatever you feel, it's that time of year. Yeah. For yeah. snuggling and cheer. Oh, <laughs> cute. Hot chocolate and friends. Oh, I love a good hocho. You wish mm-hmm. it would never end. Hocho, no whip. And we're here to talk about three holiday specials of three different TV shows. Yeah, but first, who are we? I was actually going to say You're something else, but oh. I guess oh, say I'm it. Logan. Anyway. I'm Franny. Anyway, moving on. I'm CL. Moving on. Yes. I was going to say, usually we're a podcast about TV pilots, basically the first episodes of TV shows, and then we would review them. And based on that specific pilot, we tell you if we think the show is worth continuing on. A lot of people don't dive into pilot episodes of TV shows because it's intimidating to start a brand new show. We're the ones that tells you you're not going to waste these 42 minutes, or you are, depending. Um, but this time, because it's a special time of the year, we're going to review Christmas specials of TV shows. And I feel like that has a special place in TV culture in general anyway. Mm-hmm. And I feel like if we were to try to ignore that and like not do a Christmas special, we're kind of like evading what television really is, which is escapism. And sometimes around the holidays, escapism and holidays just like go hand in hand. Like the idea of watching a Christmas movie this time of year is pretty inherent for most people. I feel like around the holidays, people, at least most people watch a holiday movie with their family. Generally happens. Yeah. So uh, what do you guys, uh, which one do you guys want to talk about first? We're pretty fresh on Doctor Who. We just watched it. We just watched Doctor Who. That's right. Yeah. Okay. So we'll start with Doctor Who. Doctor Who. All righty. Doctor Who. And this Who. one was my pick. Yeah. We all picked our own individually. Yeah. So if you're like, why are these the three most fucking random Christmas <laughs> things put together? <laughs> uh, it's because we each wanted to show a little bit of our tastes. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, the Snowman is an episode of the British science fiction television series Doctor Who, first broadcast, first broadcast, wow stroke, on Christmas Day, broadcast on Christmas Day, 2012 on BBC One. Uh, it's the eighth Doctor Who special since the show's 2005 revival. Uh, set in Victorian era, the story sees the Doctor, an alien time traveler, retired and in hiding. He is soon forced out of hiding to investigate mysterious, sentient snowmen that are building themselves and meets Clara Oswald, a governess also investigating the snowmen. 
Congrats Thank on you. getting through all of that. Thank okay. you. It was a mouthful. <laughs> Doctor Who. Um, I just want to start off by saying that I've probably seen maybe four episodes of Doctor Who altogether. This is my first Matt Smith, I think, ever. Okay. So wow, really? I think so. I knew who he was, obviously. Yeah. Um, definitely, you know, you can't go on Tumblr <laughs> in 2012 or 2013 without seeing a Matt Smith. Franny, he's the 11th doctor? Yeah. Okay. The 11th. 11th. Or according to HBO, the third. Or according to you by Orianthe. <laughs> <laughs> we were jamming out to that in the car earlier. We were. She's so talented, guys. So good. Anyway. <laughs> um, I got to tell you. With this one, I have super mixed feelings about it. You do? Oh, really? Super mixed feelings about it. Uh-huh. You didn't just find it <laughs> magical and amazing? Definitely not. <laughs> what? Not the whole time. This is magical and amazing. No, some of it is for sure. Yeah, I don't deny that. Some of it is. Some of it's not. <laughs> Interesting. Uh, I think that there was a lot of moments where, like, okay, when you have, like, a moment that's supposed to be very serious... And, like, I understand, like, the tone of the show, so don't worry about that. Yeah. But, like, let's say there's a moment of, like, a very intense conversation, whether it be in a comedy or a musical or whatever. When you have a moment like that, you can pretty much choose to do one or two things that come off totally, like, tonally well. And that is you either have really swelling large music with minimal dialogue or, like, minimal emotion. Or you have large emotion with like no swelling music. Yeah. But he was basically like he at one point he was like screaming along with the instrumental of the song Mm. because there was a lot of moments where serious things were going on and it was just jumbled like sound wise because it'd be this super loud swelling, you know, like Doctor Who ass music. And he'd be saying something relevant and it'd be serious. And then he's also yelling at the same time. And it just felt kind of like an attack on my senses and not in the way that I think they wanted me to feel. Hmm. Um, I wonder if that's like, cause I don't really notice that kind of thing or like definitely didn't at least when, well, I, I, I'd film say, critic. I don't right? really notice sound mixing at all. I'd say I notice it more nowadays, but like back in 2012 when I was watching this for the first time, like I definitely didn't notice or nor care and about that kind of thing. Well, what's weird is sometimes they get it really well. He'll like say something sly and then that'll be a big swell of music. Yeah. Or they'll ha- be, have like a back and forth and he's like serious for half a second and then it'll be, it'll be so muted around. Do you think it. it's just like a BBC thing? I literally think it was a this episode thing. Wow, and that's okay. why I'm saying it that way. Huh. I, I, I make the argument that this episode had a lot more production than it was than they actually put into it. You know what I mean? Like yeah. mm-hmm. there needed to be more and I just feel like it wasn't there. Well, we even commented when it first came on that it looked different. It like, looked better than yeah. the other ones. I had. Like, oh, oh my God, like this, this is shot so well. Sh- I have so a 4K TV and seeing at the beginning with the snowman and the backyard with the one big tree and just like that whole like landscape they captured was really really fucking cool it I looked mean, like a film yeah it, it looked really it looked well really great it reminded me a lot of like death or not deathly hollows but like half blood prince shots mm. oh so like very very darkened um, i could see that like there's not there's not one bit of warmth on the whole screen i mean they could have a fucking picture of the sun on the screen and it would look like an, a mellowed ass sun yeah it was very desaturated i mm. agree and uh, but it looked great, and especially if you're talking about like the like a like a hard winter, like you know, very you know, very reminiscent to how or reminiscent to how uh, Hateful Eight was shot by Tarantino, yeah. Where like ev- like every even though like it'll be in the midday, it's still so fucking dark outside. 
Um, that's what I would say is like the whole episode, it was still dark outside the whole time and dreary. <laughs> uh, but it fit though. Yeah, no, but I'm not really, uh, I think that that is something that I, I, that's why I started out liking it more than I ended up liking it at the end because I felt like there was really cool production choices, but I had some issues with the character choices. Hmm. Like I think that Dr. Who in the episode was kind of a douche <laughs> and well, maybe, and it, like wake, we talked about, maybe that's relevant to plot, right? It is. Yeah. But I'm talking, context, I'm talking about a drop in and like, the thing is too, is I just, I just don't get like, like I, I think that sometimes they're trying to be really funny and then other times they're trying to be really serious and that's okay tonally. But then sometimes they're so on the nose. I actually don't know if they're trying to be funny or not. Do you know what I mean? And maybe that's yeah. something that people like about it. Like, they like how sarcastic it is. I think that's just a very British thing. It's just it's, very dry. Yeah, it, but, like, at the same time, I'm also like, oh, my God, we've been here for an hour. Can you cut the corny jokes? Like, let's move <laughs> on. Like, there's probably about... That's, that, that is part, I like, could probably that's part take of its charm. Ten, mm, not always, though. Like, there is times where I find it charming. But also, sometimes things are just, like, like, w like there's a pacing issue here. You think so? I in think this, this episode, was, I, it, yeah. it has got a pacing issue for sure. You thought it was slow? It's, how how long can a, they dick around the idea of him avoiding her? 30 minutes? Yeah. I don't know. Oh I, just, my I just love God. living in the world that like, I'll let it, I'll let it take its time. I definitely think that this is a, a matter of like, you probably have a lot of lore built into this. It's I an do, Age of yeah. Ultron argument. Yeah. You show somebody at Avengers Age of Ultron, if they haven't seen the rest of the movies, that movie's poop. Yeah. <laughs> It's the same thing with this. You have a world built around it. You like the character. I think the character. I think Matt Smith is also like a total genius. Like he's, stupid. yeah, he's a great actor. But like I loved last night in Soho. Mm -hmm. I feel like pacing wise, the first half definitely kind of dragged, and mm -hmm. it just like there wasn't a lot going on. And and then the last like fifteen minutes were so jam packed, it almost felt whiplash. That's that's where I was fucked up because that's why. So like at the whole time, I'm holding in pee, right? <laughs> because I don't like pausing in the middle of things. We watched this one together, and I I when I paused it, there was so much going on. I was sure that we were gonna have like twenty minutes left. And then we just didn't. No. Yeah, we had like five minutes and, left. And yeah. I was just like, so it really was as long as it felt. Yeah. Because, because it felt super long to me, but I thought that's just because I was being impatient. It didn't feel that long to me. But and now I think knowing that we it. just got the whole plot, it was just like 30 minutes of bullshit. <laughs> it's a little tough to swallow now. I, I definitely see where this isn't as enjoyable for somebody who doesn't know. <laughs> you just lore, don't understand. Yeah. I mean, you just don't get it. I mean, regardless, there's it's an acquired taste. <laughs> there's clear issues that they did. There's clear mistakes they did make, whether you're a fan or not. I mean, like just just in like the sound design alone and some of the pacing alone. Like, I'm sorry, but Doctor Who's supposed to be fast and quippy. Yeah, I mean that is definitely the identity of the show, right? So I shouldn't be fucking bored. If anything, I should feel overwhelmed. Yeah. Well, but I don't. I feel underwhelmed fair, as fuck. I feel like a lot of the doctor stuff was sort of pushed to the second half. I don't feel like mm. we really got a taste for the doctor or his personality in that first half of the show. And I think that's also why it drags is because your titular character is literally just like 
kind of there in the forefront, but he's not like really an active member in what's going on. And no. then in the second half, he's a lot more vibrant. He's a lot more there. You're getting a lot more of the quirks as he's coming back into his own, which I kind of get. They're trying to explain like why he's like, he's been hesitant. He hasn't been doing anything. And then now he's coming back after he meets this girl, which mm. I mean, she's a nine, 10 out of 10. <clears throat> Just saying she's beautiful. Yeah. yeah. Great actress. Mm-hmm. I, uh, I'm a little taken back by what's the one dude's name? The dude who looks like a thumb. Strax. Strax. So is he a companion? Um, Strax isn't as much of a companion as more of a pet slash sidekick. The sometimes. fuck. Like Strax isn't like isn't like a companion. I'd say. How like, is he not? He Jesus. He can he accompanies him everywhere. He accompanies him first sometimes. I mean, I don't remember. Where the fuck it. else uh, is he the rest of the time? Well, I think he accompanies him a lot but it's not like a, the the full show he's there like what is he doing in the meantime i couldn't tell you but weird i don't think strax is like in all of the show well my point was it seems like he has a lot of disrespect for strax well strax True. is kind of a he's he's a subhuman like and he's not really anything like he's you're like saying a, that qualifies the reason to call him a <laughs> stupid ugly potato man yeah i'm like, about to say no. like i don't even know if i can call my dog a stupid ugly potato man no, he's oh, too handsome. Strax is kind of a stupid, ugly potato man. That's rude. Um, yeah, this this Matt Smith uh, doctor here seems kind of stuck up. He was he seems a little dickish. Like, yeah, my experience with Doctor Who is I've watched all of Eccleston's season, and then I think I made it through the first season with Tennant, and I don't think I actually finished. But um, it's kind of weird to come back to this guy because like Eccleston was super like chipper and joyful and like yeah. i'm a nice guy he was like I'm if vin kind diesel kind was mean. the doctor he's a bit more <laughs> like, yeah this one's a bit more like sassy edgy but like yeah. s- still very like um david Tennant's like everybody's favorite right i think so. uh no matt well matt smith is usually everybody's favorite really i, I, don't, I thought I don't i've always know. heard david tenet yeah. better but a lot of people like matt smith better Huh. That's crazy. Interesting. Matt Smith. It's is weird like, that it's like a because I know that those are the two they did the movie with, right? Well, like he's got like the bow tie and stuff. Like people really like Matt Smith's look. They did like a movie, those two, right? Those two doctors I meet or something. I think so. Oh, they, I, I'd watch that. I think they did that because those were the two most popular ones mm-hmm. that were. Yeah, so they're the two. They're definitely popular. the two most popular. I'll yeah. give you that. Um, Does Eccleston even acknowledge Doctor Who anymore? Has he moved on completely in his life? I have no idea. He was I really actually, bad in Thor the Dark World. I actually liked him. Like In Thor the Dark World? No, I mean in Doctor Who. Oh, yeah. I do not like Thor the Dark World in general. No, it's terrible. Um, it's a pretty bad movie. It's bad. But um, I like Eccleston as the Doctor. Yeah. So, like, I... I don't... I hope not. I would love to see all of the Doctors come back. Does that happen, Franny? I don't know. I don't think it does. Okay. I don't think they're, like, all ever in also, something together. Also, commenters, question... Um, what is it, what do you guys think of the new doctor, the current one? Yeah, the female. I would doctor. like I'd like to know. I don't know. Okay. You're not allowed to use the word female anymore. Oh, yeah, that's pretty incel of me. Mm-hmm. The the lady doctor? No. <laughs> you can't She's use not a you can't call her a lady because if you remove the y it's a lad. <laughs> oh. You can't use female because if you remove the fee it's a male. You Good can't point. call her woman because if you remove the whoa, it's a man. Okay, so the do- the newest doctor. You call her the queen. The queen. The queen. Yeah, I don't know. Her season These just kind of looks. Now. I I'm I, mean, I learned I'm fully, from woke Twitter. I know. I'm fully judging it off of just like the pictures of the season I've seen because I've since stopped watching Doctor Who, but like, it doesn't look that good. It looks like it's gone down. 
and quality. Okay. But I don't know. I mean, I don't know either. Yeah. I do know that I used to work at a store that sold merch for Doctor Who and anything we got Matt Smith or David Tennant would fly. I was about or to say, even yeah. even Capaldi, it would fly. Mm. All of her stuff was still sitting on the shelf. That doesn't surprise me, yeah. And I don't know if it's because, like, you can't sell a woman action figure because that's, like, been a big issue in the toy industry is that they say that, like, female figures are, like, shelf warmers. So really? I, d- wow. I don't know if it's actual I know, commentary on you know, how bad You know what's the standout? Not, I was watching the toys that made us on uh, Netflix and the standout, or maybe it was just a documentary on YouTube. I actually can't remember where I heard it. But the standout for female figures is the Power Rangers. Yeah. The Power Ranger, the Lady Power Rangers get bought just as much as the males do. Sometimes it depends. No, that's what I mean. That's what he said in the doc. I don't, I don't oh. know like the specifics, but yeah. they were like the real standout and the real figure that'll never go away. That's a lady is the Power Rangers because they still sell mm. like incredibly well. Well, also that's how they budget their show is mm. literally toy sales are astronomical, and that's the reason that the show still exists. But I know didn't they in the past good. try times to like do like an all male Rangers team and stuff like that? Uh, I mean, I think the most they've ever done is like one female. Yeah, I don't like, it's almost like male. they were trying to ice it out to bring up their profits, you know? Maybe, maybe. But people buy the whole set. Anyway, sorry, we got so off topic yeah. with that. It's okay. Should so we review Power Rangers, guys? The, the snow is, yeah, we're going to, we're going, don't ask I mean, them, we're just. But which we're, one? Okay. We're going to do, anyway. <laughs> we're going to do a bunch. I want to do the one with their, when they're firemen. Oh, yeah. Really badly. And I want to do the one where they're like coming back from the future or whatever. Uh, t- uh, Time Force. Yeah, yes, we'll do that one I too. I want to do that one too. Uh, time Force. Uh, get it. Time. And f- and for any will like the original because it's just Saved by the Bell with, with Kicker. Yeah, literally. Nice. Yeah. Or, yeah, Saved by the Bell. I think that's a good analogy for it. I would say Jason's just as hot as Zack Slater, right? <laughs> that's not even exactly why I was saying the <laughs> same thing, but okay. But that's what I'm saying. <laughs> <laughs> Who's the Mario Lopez of the power? You know what? No, no this oh. is an unimportant question. Would it be Zack? We got to get back onto power. <laughs> <laughs> gotta get back on to Doctor Who. Gotta get back on to Christmas. Yeah. On a, on a, on a rating of a Christmas episode being about Christmas, I think this has nothing to do with Christmas. What? This literally it, the events happen on Christmas. They they do, but like what I mean, and it has by, to do with snowmen and stuff. What I mean by they don't have anything to do with Christmas is I felt like the staples of what like a Christmas special is. Okay, I'm gonna say that yeah. this Christmas special um, had a lot more to do to, with Christmas than one of the ones coming up. It's about like. The holiday spirit, I guess. Yeah, this one's this one's more about the winter, you know? And that's fine. And uh, I do like... Uh, some of the choices I do like is like the old colonial-looking home with the mixture of Christmas and how it looks yeah. It looks like Christmas at times. Set designer was on point here today. Mm-hmm. They really came through to work. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't like how the, the familiar or whatever they want to call her, his pet, what's-her-face... I feel his like the companion. Com- I feel like the companion's a pet too. If if what's his face is a pet, then so are the companions. Because no, like, the companions like it's like a they, soul okay, tie thing. The companions them, may so. get fucked literally, but that dude gets fucked emotionally. Well, strength isn't like isn't <laughs> I mean, that strikes. deep, <laughs> bruh. Wait, what do you mean he's not that deep? He's like he's like a clone shit. Like that, his whole race isn't. He like said. He said supposed to be that permission to to disagree with you and he's like yes grant he's like i'm disagreeing with you (laughs) i'm like that man he's got it under control (laughs) i'd vote for him oh a line i really kind of looks like richard ojeda to be honest but anyways (laughs) a line i really liked was the um 
the lizard lady and he opens mm. the door and she goes, hi, I'm a lizard woman from the dawn of time. <laughs> and this is my wife. Yeah. That, that was, was the best. That was the pretty fucking yeah, funny. I love we it. both, I, I think we both looked at each other and I was like, okay, that was yeah, funny. That I'll was really that. great. <laughs> there, there's definitely some funny stuff in it. Mm-hmm. The Sherlock Holmes bit was kind of funny. Yeah. There's that. a funny moment too with like Clara. So like a trope of Doctor Who is whenever somebody gets in the TARDIS for the first time, they're like, wow, it's bigger on the inside. And instead Clara said, wow, it's smaller on the outside. I, I think and he was like that's a first and she's like where's the kitchen I think the <laughs> camp that a lot of people would enjoy from this maybe I'm just too cynical yeah maybe I'm just too cynical at this point but some I of the camp but I liked it though I, I liked it I it's liked magical it. I it's liked magical. it in the sense that like <laughs> wow this is actually like incredibly thoughtful the jokes are actually like thought out mm-hmm and that's something that I can't say for a lot of like really campy things. And I like how with the with the companions too, they always make it like strong females. Like it kind of feels or like strong um, women. Fuck. <laughs> kind of feels like Batman sixty six. What do you mean? I don't know anything. Batman, about Batman sixty six is a Batman show that was on in nineteen sixty six with Adam West and uh, Burt Ward, right? And I think um, so. and uh, basically, it was like a really like. High concept, lots of color, lots of flashing. He's very bright. Very bright, very friendly Batman where he's like, well, kids, I'm going to go whoop some ass. You know, he's like nice. really like. His suit's not even black, right? No, it's blue. Yeah, it's blue. And it's like he's got his underwear on the outside of his pants. <laughs> and, and But there's still serious moments where it's like, oh, shit, the fucking penguin's about to kill his ass. And he's going to use shark repellent to get out of it. It's all like really goofy, but like actually still holds like a decent story you can like not only follow along with but invest in. Yeah. I get that from Doctor Who. Yeah. I I uh, was totally invested in this dumbass story. I loved it. No, I do have a question. I, I, really, I just feel like they could have made it better. Oh. Um, I have a question for Fran. Yeah. So um it, like Christmas specials for Doctor Who are incredibly important. Like I don't I don't know how many times I've heard like a Brit say like that's what their family does on Christmas. Yeah, and watch it's the definitely like a thing. Now, do they usually cater to like the audience of like the general public, or is it usually like towards the fans? Because I did feel like mm-hmm. this is more of like a it could be a you just drop in episode, but like not necessarily yeah. just with like the origin story aspect of Clara. Like, do they do that for other? I Christmas feel like specials? they do kind of give you like enough to. Like, obviously, you're going to understand more and appreciate it more if you're a Doctor Who fan and, like, you've watched. Yeah. But I feel like they give you enough to where you can drop in. Okay. Because even though you guys didn't fully, like, know the background, like, I feel like you understood enough of the Clara story, like, as much as you needed to, you know? And what they did really well was they hooked you with the Clara story yeah. at the end. So, like, now I'm actually like, oh, shit. Like, I want to go see what happened to the Souffle girl. All right. And it makes you like be like, oh, like, and it doesn't give you any spoilers really for like the yeah. rest of the season because this is a mid season and Clara's first episode is the beginning of that season. This is mm. episode six of season seven and her first appearance is episode one of season seven. Interesting. Okay. Okay. Yeah. It gives you enough. It kind of feels like, um, you know how Bond in, in a way that, that it exists for women like or, or or even just men who find Daniel Craig hot. I guess I shouldn't shouldn't gender that. I think that both parties can. Everybody can find Daniel. But my Craig my hot. point is that we've all- for those who aren't interested in the action and the espionage, there's an element there for them, and it's the fact that everything looks like like a runway show and everything looks mm. beautiful. Yeah. Is this like for the sci-fi nerd girl who just wants to look at a hot boy? I mean, there's definitely a lot of that. Yeah. Because I feel like. I know people who are obsessed with Doctor Who who aren't obsessed with anything like it and yeah. aren't into fantasy shit. And I think that's really weird. And I, I've always wondered why. 
And I think that's it's because Matt point. Smith's hot. Well, would you say the same thing about like Eccleston or Tennant? Because those are just as like. I feel like that they they would that people well, definitely think those two are I'd hot. I'd say maybe okay. not as much like. I see the especially hot thing and David, everything. David Tennant, especially. I knew girls that were obsessed well, with him. But he's like, very attractive, but I was just curious. It's more like with the personality and everything. Because like, I feel like on a surface level, these guys aren't like classically handsome. Um, I almost get the vibe that they're just like, I don't have but, a daddy but, at home and he's an asshole. So but like, no, yes. not even just that, but they're quirky. Yeah, like, they're quirky. Like they are. Yeah, I can see yeah. It's, like, it's like having like a surrogate boyfriend. And then, mm-hmm. Manic and then Pixie Dream you usually doctor. get... Yeah. Manic Pixie Dream Girl, but... The male version. Manic Pixie that. Dream actually, Doctor. That dream makes more sense than Bond. I would say, yeah, Manny Pixie Dream Doctor. <laughs> Manny Pixie Dream I said, Doctor. Did I say Manny? You said Manny. Whatever, Manic. <laughs> but um, and then you also like. They are men, though. They're people they're that are really they're, they're invested in like. <laughs> they're not Manny anymore, and that's why it's not working anymore. There are people that are super invested in the companions, too. Like, there are people that have their and favorite companions. And I get that. Because, like, so. when I was watching Eccleston's, I loved Rose. Like, mm-hmm. Rose was my favorite part of that show. So I, I liked that they were like, okay, she's going on to Tenet. So That's I my find name that very now. interesting. <laughs> it is. Um, <laughs> but I I could see that. Because Claire, Claire was very likable. Like, yeah. I felt like she was a very, like, I'm not like the other girls, but in a good way. Yeah. Gave me Hermione vibes, if I'm honest. Mm-hmm. Yeah, they they hook you with that, and like you like the chemistry and like the connection, even if it's not like super romantic. There's always like elements of like, well, they won't they, and like stuff like that, you know. Let us know if you guys yeah. want us to review the Doctor Who's, the Who's, the the doc, the, those doctors, the each doctor, <laughs> the whole practice. Can you also the let who me practice. know if he fucks? Actually, his male the Who practice. Too? If he fucks who? His male companions. It's oh. weird. I feel like he has male companions. Yeah, he has one. There's one named Rory, I think. Huh. Uh, but I think he ends up with the girl companion of his season. I'm pretty sure. Yeah, I remember but, that. That um, was like one of the one times that like the companion like wasn't super interested just, in him. He just gives me pan vibes. I'm just curious. So Doctor Who used to be relevant. And now that the pandemic happened, it's not. And oh. Who doctors are relevant. Uh-huh. Would you oh. look at that? Oh my god! I wonder if it's connected. Hopefully, it will reverse. Uh, yeah. yeah, I mean, I hope so. They need to the recast. Well, <laughs> <laughs> I mean, that's what you said, right? Like that nobody bought the merch. I know for a fact that people talk shit about it online because I see memes yeah. about it all the Ooh, time. I feel like we could do a fuck Mary and kill for this one. There's oh. enough adults in it. Is there? <laughs> uh, I'm counting four adults in my head. Well, there's the lizard lady, her wife. Oh, that's the true. doctor. I had a Clara, whole conversation the dad. on the other podcast. You can't fuck the lizard lady. I mean, why not though? No, you can't. She's do a it. lesbian lizard lady from the dawn that's her, of time. That's her decision. I'm talking okay. about me and Franny in our rules oh. of our relationship. Well, then just don't fuck her. Agreed. I'm telling Franny she can't either. <laughs> so you're gonna kill her? I don't. Know. I wouldn't kill her. She seems so nice. So okay, who, so who's your fuck yeah, Mary so kill you then? Kill? Oh, who am I gonna kill? Uh, I'll probably kill the doctor. Okay. I want to crush everyone. I want them to feel the pain of it. Do you want and to steal also, the TARDIS? I want to wipe that smug ass fucking smirk off wow. his face. You You're do so know mean. he'll just come back, right? Yeah. But he'll come back as a different guy. Maybe someone I can more agree with. Maybe someone hotter. Maybe <laughs> maybe, maybe a, lady, a lady, apparently. Well, I think after Matt Smith, there's is like an, an old, old guy. guy. Yeah. 
<laughs> we both said old guy in uh, years. Yeah, yeah I stopped. I stopped watching that's during the old guy stuff. Awesome. <laughs> you know what? That's awesome. You know what? Maybe a lot of the hook is that the guys are hot. That's I what stopped, I'm saying. I stopped watching that. when it was the old guy. When that's what I'm the saying. Doctor, yeah. The companion's hot. I will be a hundred percent honest about yeah. that. And like that's fine. That's fine that that's what it is. But I just acknowledging that maybe me saying I don't like it that much isn't that shocking mm. because that's something I don't care about. I mean, not even the companion though. She was pretty hot. I don't. I, I can't She's get into something because someone's hot. I just yeah. can't. Oh, I, I do just that can't. all the time. Like get, like <laughs> um, like fully like absolutely become obsessed with it. No, definitely not. That's good because I'm the only hot thing you're supposed to. I watch. I watch it with that one chick from Saturday Night Live in it though. What's her name? Oh, the one with the accent. With the, with the horrible voice. I love women with annoying voices. So I feel like that, that really says something Franny, about me. Yeah. Which one? The one chick, She's uh, she does the Billie Eilish um, uh, impersonation. Oh, my God. I don't know, but I love Kate McKinnon. That's all I wanted yeah, to Kate add to this conversation. Kate McKinnon's cool, but that's not who I'm I talking about. I love Kate about. McKinnon. Um, so who would you fuck, Mary kill, then? Come who, back Who to are me. we? We can do that, too. Oh yeah, I guess we could. We could do the fuck Mary Kill I'm first. Str- okay. I'm stri- what's his name? You're Strax. I'm Strax. No, you're not. You don't ask permission to disagree with someone. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, no, definitely. That's, I would. That's a really good fucking point, actually. You're welcome. I would fuck the companion, marry the doctor because he could probably like save my life and shit. Yeah. Or if I died, he would come hunt for me in a parallel universe. Definitely. Um, and I would kill the ice lady because she was scary yeah she was creepy how did you i didn't like that? how like crotchety she was it was <laughs> weird i mean it was fine like it wasn't scary but it was like yeah. oh, i'm uncomfy i would um i would hmm you would hmm. i would definitely marry the doctor because i'd want to go on all of his adventures with him oh i would not want to do that i think hmm i kind of want to fuck the lizard lady <laughs> Do it, dude. We do so, it. No, it's part of our rules. Fine, I won't fuck the lizard lady. I'll fuck the companion. So if you want to, if you want to fuck the lizard lady, then you can just fuck her, and that's it. Because I won't do it. What? Anymore. Oh. You, okay, you can fine. leave, and I. I and won't I fuck the lizard lady. It. I'll fuck the companion. I'll marry the doctor, and then I'll kill the kid named Francesca because nobody else can have my name. I like that we were talking about this. The kids are Franny and Digby, so Franny, yeah. as in Franny, and then Digby. They have their dog Dwight, Diggy boy. Did you find that lady's name? Fucking working on it. Melissa Villa Senior. You'll have to show me a picture of her. Melissa Villa Senior. Yeah, Villa Senior. Oh, she's beautiful. But she like has like one of those like really horrible like you know Fran Drescher voices. She reminds me of Jenny Slate, and I think Jenny Slate's really pretty too. Whenever a woman has an annoying voice, that's how they get to me. I love Fuck it. Off. I love it. I love the <laughs> nagging too. I've got a sing song voice. All right. Anyways, <laughs> you continue. Oh, say I, your fuck I, Mary I kill. Have to say my fuck Mary kill. Yeah. I have to share that information. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. I kill the doctor. Okay. Um. I'd probably marry the rich dude who doesn't. He's not good with oh, kids. Oh, I forgot That's about a good him. Point. I could let him out I the back door and he'll him. like never even care. Yeah. That's true. Um. Oh, let the kids out the back door? Yeah, and they won't come back. They, <laughs> he'll be like, so, they're not my thing. It's fine. He's such yeah. a terrible father. They're like, we'll take, or like, a, we'll take you could just always have a snowman. Or you could just always have a hot nanny that you're cheating on him with. <laughs> Valid. Because that way you could fuck the you could fuck the <laughs> companion that way. I don't know. 
If he's paying for my whole life, I'd kind of feel bad. <laughs> well, what if it's an open marriage? <coughs> he's like, you can fuck someone as long as bold it's of the, you to as ass- long as it's the nanny. Bold of you to assume that I'd be okay with him sleeping with other people. What too. If, okay, what if it's one sided? What if he's if a cuck? I'm fucking married to this person. They better be what all in. What if he's in. a cuck? He's a cuck. He he's he, a cuck. He just likes seeing you. <laughs> <laughs> Oh my god. He was giving Strax those eyes. Maybe. See? <laughs> maybe that is maybe it is like, possible. Mm, that's a good looking He's thumb. definitely a simp it. too. Like you can tell he'll just oh, yeah. simp for you. Yeah. What was the question? Fuck Mary Who would Kill. You fuck? I just don't care. I guess the companion. We're okay. all fucking the companion. I mean she's hot. She is. I wouldn't fuck the lizard lady because I have a rule. <laughs> And but her, like, if you didn't have a dawn of time, <laughs> and Logan, I wouldn't fuck she, her wife. She knows how for to the do same it. reason I wouldn't Listen, fuck her. She's from the dawn of time. She knows how to do everything. What if that's what people <laughs> looked like? We don't know. Yeah. No. Okay. <laughs> All right. My time is precious. I'm not going to spend it inside of a I, lizard. Are we doing a who are we? Or are we <laughs> moving the fuck on? We can move the fuck yeah, on. I'm done. All right. Uh, it's it's a four out of ten silver bells for what? me. What? Really? The pilot the, the pilot might be better. I know the show's been better. Oh. This episode's a four out of ten. I'd say this is a nine out of ten. It's got such bad pacing. And like the twist at the end is pretty much bullshit. They just like he like magically wrote new rules. Now that he's dead, I can fill his body. Why? Why is that? You fucking You don't need explanation snow? in Doctor Who. It's all magical. It's yeah, just, this is a nine out of ten. This is great. I'm going to give this Oh damn! Rated out of candy canes, five golden rings. Oh, that's good. So that's yeah. not much better than what I said. Well, out of five. <laughs> Wait, really? You loved it? I really liked it. Uh, I, okay, and maybe it's not a five out of five. Hold on. Um, what are the lyrics to five golden rings? Uh, is it twelve is days it, of Christmas? That's is the song. It, yeah. Is uh, it two turtle it, doves? I'm gonna give it uh, eight maids of milking. <laughs> <laughs> what's what's the nine? I don't know. <laughs> Eight maids of Eight maids of milking. All right, Jack. I'm gonna give you this one. Eight maids of milking. <laughs> oh, it's nine golden rings, right? No, it's five. Oh. Are you sure? Are you just Google it, friend? I don't know. Hold on. Hold on. Hold on. Hold on. I, I have it up. Hold on. Hold on. Shh. 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 It is nine ladies dancing. All right, well, I'm giving it a dancing. Wait, can we just keep it this rating system forever? <laughs> yes, we can. It's awesome. I love it. Wait, so I give it a I give it a four. What's mine? Uh, four, four calling, calling birds. birds. Makes sense. All right, we got to keep this. There's too much talking this in this episode. in this episode. Okay. Bye. <laughs> Not okay. <laughs> hey guys, it's CL. I just wanted to come on and say that I have a brand new album. It's coming out on October 22nd. And if you're hearing this, that means it's out now. Um, it's called Scorpio. I'm super excited about it. It's something very different, very experimental for me. It's entirely just based on stories that I've written or real life experiences or people that I know. And I really hope you guys like it. Uh, it has songs Big Night In on it and also my brand new song Scorpio, which I'm really excited about. Uh, If you are interested, you can listen to it on all streaming platforms, wherever you get your music at, you can find it there. Uh, Thanks so much.
and we're back wow talking about another one of my obsessions but like i didn't pick this episode this was my pick because i think i beat franny to it or else she probably would have picked it well so yeah uh the brace bridge dinner is the 10th episode of season two of gilmore girls while Rory struggles to keep the budding rivalry between Dean, her boyfriend, and Jess under control, Lorelai invites most of the citizens of Stars Hollow to an elaborate feast complete with Elizabethan costumes and horse-drawn sleigh rides, during which Richard announces to Emily that he has retired. The drama. That's the drama. Logan? There's no Christmas here. No. That, that was one criticism I have of yeah. picking this as a Christmas episode. Very little Christmas. There's no little joy to none. in this episode. But <laughs> still a bop. <laughs> she slaps. She, She's like Doctor Who. She's more of a winter. The theme. hero yeah. arc of our story is troubled young man who tried to punch boyfriend kills snowman. I mean, yeah. But doesn't he save the snowman? snowman? No, he he kills. Um, oh, the other snowman. Yeah, Got the it. nice snowman. I always thought he reattached the head. Mm-mm. He jumps in moving horse cart. Yep. Nearly activating the horse's reflex and possibly He's killing a everyone. He's a bad boy, board. Logan. That's what bad boys do. His mom doesn't want him. Slays. Well, because he's a bad I. boy. I love Milo, he's but this character is really fucking annoying. Um, this character. He's like so angsty. <laughs> He's like, Dean shouldn't have got involved. The guy was a fucking jerk. I'm like, bro, <laughs> calm down, bro. You li- you're in, what is it called? Stars Hollow? You're not yeah. in fucking, this isn't He's Long Island. This is West Side Story. <laughs> I mean, like, bro, what the fuck is going on? He's so edgy. It's more than edgy. He's like actively a fucking penis person. He's the worst. I, I don't think him. so. I think I he think sucks. Jess is misunderstood. He sucks. Jess I hate him. He does not suck. He spends so much time bitching about how people perceive him, and then he still acts like an asshole. Dean gets treated like shit, though. Dean seems like a <laughs> yeah. nice guy who uh, is, for some reason, raising his sister. No, and- he's just nice to his sister. <laughs> <laughs> uh, he came off like a single dad to me. I yeah. dropped it on this episode. I'm like, this motherfucker's a single dad. <laughs> I'm like, this man is doing the Lord's work. So Gilmore Raising Girls is a show daughter. that I kind of just always have on. So, I wasn't, so Logan's I wasn't seen done, but okay. bits and pieces. So he knows enough. I had one other thing to say. What, 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 is it, what were you going to say? This one's bad. Go oh, ahead. no. Okay. Don't Continue fucking on. say it. And here's the thing, too, is I actually think I've seen... I, for, first of all, it was extra torture for me, so it's not really fair. Because like, this is one of the ones this I had never actually... This is torture. This is one of the ones I had actually already seen, but I didn't remember it well enough. Oh. So not only had I had to watch this episode... But technically, I've had to watch it twice. You're welcome. And yeah, so that's that, not a bad that thing. That was Isn't a problem. Um, I like that that her grandpa wants to fuck his grandma on the horse carriage. Right, it's so cute. That's awesome. So I'm down cute. with that. I'm down with that for sure. Uh, to quit your job without telling your wife is very irresponsible. And agreed. Um, to say that it was, the job was just killing him, and that's the only excuse he has, and for some reason he's forgiven. That's bullshit. I mean, they're rich as fuck. He doesn't need the job. He can, like, retire. It doesn't matter. It's not about that. But I mean, Someone missed the point of the episode. Someone who yeah. loves this show so much kind of missed the point. <laughs> I didn't miss the point. <laughs> uh, what did you think of all, like, the costuming? Like, the actual premise of the episode was um, set around? I think if I was that guy, I would smack the hell out of Melissa McCarthy and What's-Her-Face when they're just blatantly ignoring me. Uh, like that was really fucking frustrating for me to watch. It's just his character. <laughs> I mean, like, is this character like if the character's essentially like Mr. Cuck? 
<laughs> yeah, that's, that's cool. I think he did that's a good. Him. I think he does a good job. There's an episode where they have termites, and he hides in a closet because she thinks that Rory and Lorelai are coming over for the whole night. So she literally puts him in the closet and expects him to stay there the entire night. Yeah. Um, I think everything to do with her friend, with her friend's mom, the um, uh, Lane, Lane's mom, Lane's mom. Every Mrs. racist, Kim. every racist thing they did was unnecessary, and a <laughs> terrible stereotype, and was damaging. I mean. It's the early People love 2000s. too much stuff. That's not okay. It's you can't the early that. 2000s. What do you expect? What do you mean? What do I expect? What do you expect? <laughs> My name is Earl was woke as fuck, okay? And I've seen Not many. always. Bro, bro, bro. Okay, fine. Yeah, this show's definitely not woke as fuck, yeah. but like, it's not supposed to be. This and like, sh- this Lorelai show gives me like conservative daughter's ball no, vibes. No, Lorelai and Rory That's are true. pretty liberal. Am That's I, true. Well, yeah, they're liberal, but like the parents that raise them yeah. are like extremely conservative. And not just uh-huh. that, but the, the character universe in which they live in, th- their whole thing is that people find them kooky solely for being woke. <laughs> well, <laughs> yeah. That's a premise problem for me. But like, maybe it's more close to your heart if you're like from a small town where everybody's conservative and you're a little kooky. Also, like the yeah. movie references are so fucking softball <laughs> like i understand that like they're not gonna go like licorice pizza was great like i understand they're not gonna say really obscure shit i get that but we're talking about like the most middle of the line movie references movie references that your baby cousin could get like re- movie not your baby cousin because that guy could actually get a lot of references but <laughs> like i mean like anybody can pick up at least remotely what they're talking about and that's a problem for me if your character's design is that she's quippy with movie quotes. That bitch needs to see more than six movies to be quippy with movie quotes. She talked about Godfather 3, okay, most one of the most talked about movies ever. And well, talked it's supposed to, to be attainable. Let me finish. Okay. And The Shining. Mm-hmm. Your point? It'd be like if I walked into a room and I was like, you sure like, I, I sure like that Justin Bieber music and like being the most baseline, basic ass statement ever, especially for the early 2000s. Saying you liked The Shining in the early 2000s is the most down the fucking middle thing you could possibly say. Well, I feel like they have to because if you have no. a character that's way too quirky, like you don't want a character but, but, who's going in talking just, about Maisie Peters and no, 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 no. Like, I no don't know one, what the fuck that the is. The part that doesn't have to happen is that es- that essence of the character. She does not need to be so into movies. That's the entire character. Yeah, but, she, but the problem she is. is she isn't, though. That's what I'm saying. She's it fails all on, kinds of It movie. fails yeah. on its premise. It fails on its premise. The fact that she isn't really because she makes all these fucking, like, softball fucking references, like, the most I mean, basic not always refer- softball Yes, references. always. I've seen the show many times now, and every time it's like, oh, we're talking about Goodfellas. Got it. Seen it. It's all the same shit. All the same shit. Well, isn't that a good thing? No, it's so not. Anybody could understand. It's, no, it's not because the point is that this is her character, right? Yeah. They're not portraying it accurately. Because if you even knew like half about movies, you're like, well, that's a really fucking basic ass reference. But this is also coming from a movie critic. You have to think yeah. about it. No, from, no, like, no the I know. But, but I'm only, I'm only going to perceive the show movies. with my own biases. If you guys don't know, I'm biased at this point. Yeah. What the hell are we doing? What I'm saying is, for me, that fails as a premise. So that's why I find it so unbearable as a character point for her. Because mm. I feel like, wow, they really like are trying to take the credit for like film culture and like film bro culture without actually knowing anything about movies. 
That's upsetting. This all these disagree. All these <laughs> girls sit in their room in their Listen. flannel pajamas watching Gilmore Girls and they're like, I'm going to be a movie buff just like her by knowing about six fucking uh, movies. This show like can do no way. wrong. And that I, I don't think that's the demo of this yeah, show. I don't movie like buffs are not the demo. No, no, but the people want to be like Rory, right? So to imitate her, they'd pretend to be movie buffs. If that is her you mean character. like Lorelai? Yeah. People want to be Rory more often, who's like the bookworm. But she also is a movie person. She went to like a Halloween party as the but, chick from but well, not as Kill much Bill. Party. Not as much. What, she's the one who it makes all the references that I see. Yeah. It was a themed party. But too. whenever I watch the show, all the movie references come directly from her, not really? from the mother. I'd yes. Oh, no, the mom is. I'm, I'm talking about the ones that I've seen yet again. Oh, you can only perceive what I've seen, right? Well, we'll, we're, we'll work on showing you some episodes where. You oh, I know, know. I know. I'm gonna have to watch like a million of these. <laughs> Isn't no. it great? It's uh, not. So you didn't answer my question. What did you think of the actual premise of the show with the Bracebridge dinner? <laughs> I thought that the story was really sloppy. Okay. What um, about it? Well, the biggest issue is that, and yet again, I think that the background characters are the charming part of the show for me. Mm-hmm. I think that even though they're kind of like annoying conservatives and shit, I that's not what designs what's good or bad about the show. And I think that the background characters are really quirky and or like incredibly honest. And I like that. What I don't like is a lot of the character elements with these main characters. And the closer they get to being a main character, the worse the writing for them gets. I literally can see it on a scale. Like when Melissa McCarthy started being more of a character in the show, she became more and more annoying. And that's just that's just my perspective. Okay, calm down. You're crazy. But what I'm gonna say is the characters, <laughs> the story talk. that happens in this is that Lorelai. Aside from, I like the older, I like the parents, like the grandparents' storyline in this. Yeah. Okay. Kind of. Yet again, I think he's kind of an asshole, and I don't think that they really explore that enough. But whatever. But the problem is with Lorelai keeping that phone call a secret, and then at the end they're like. Like, they just have, like, a somewhat quippy conversation about, like, you're overreacting. You're being too dramatic. No, that's, like, actually fucked up she did that. Oh, yeah, no. like this And, is- like, it's really fucking annoying to see it displayed on screen like it was just nothing. Yeah. Because, like, it should totally be something. I mean, I they definitely but, don't try to paint Lorelai as, like, the perfect mother. I don't know. Say. Maybe not the perfect mother, but the most agreeable, relatable, and never does anything wrong in their eyes. Well, that's what... So, when they went into the pitch room... Literally, the creator was pitching something entirely different, and they went, no. What else you got? And she had, like, five minutes left, and she goes, uh, 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 it's a daughter and a mom and their best friends more than, par- like, parent-child. And that was the whole entire idea for the show, and they were like, yeah. great, sold. So, I I think I like stuff like this, even though I agree, it should have been way more it should have been way more you can make the show just give it give give the action some gravity listen parents aren't perfect you can depict them in imperfect lighting yeah sometimes you can even make them look sinister and then later on redeemable but well, the point is that like she gets a pass all the time i think the problem being with a it shitty parent is and that it's annoying they tried doing it in season i think five or six they don't talk for literally like yeah. 12 episodes and everyone tells you those are the worst episodes of the entire show besides season seven. Well, c- because you have to watch Rory act without yep. Lorelai. But like they're, the dynamic of the show does not work without them two bouncing off each other. So I feel like any kind of disagreement, which may be a flaw with the show, but like I feel like any disagreement between those two needs to be solved quickly or else the show just doesn't work. Well, who says that it has to be something as... It has to be something quick. I think that 
You can draw out an argument in real time. Well, that's why I'm saying I don't think it would work that way. I, if you're a good writer, you could make it work to where there are real consequences in your show. You know what I yeah. mean? Like, and maybe, and maybe people can argue like that they just didn't accomplish that, but that's, that's a negative towards them. I'm not counting that as a merit of explanation for them to be like, well, we're just not going to try with this part. Yeah. All yeah. right. Now let me get to something I really liked though. Okay. <laughs> All right. Everything <laughs> that that bald guy did that worked there in that episode was fucking like top, really? of, top shelf. Hilarious. You love dude. Michelle. Oh my, when he pulls down, when he's like trying to get the top of the painting, like <laughs> no, dusting it. Oh, rune. rune? I said bald guy, he's bald. Yeah. Well, there's two bald guys who work there. Oh no, he's fucking funny, dude. God, and then I like in a rune. later scene. The the worst. <laughs> no, no, he seems like a totally, totally the worst dude. He goes on a date time. with Lorelai in one episode, like a blind date. And like, he he's like <laughs> pulls Jackson aside, um, Melissa McCarthy's simp. Mm -hmm. And he, He's like, you didn't tell me she was so tall. Like, and like, is all pissed off about it. He's and like, like she's like, I ugly love that. That's a funny character. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Uh, or like when he was, when they were like trying to get him to do line readings and he was like fucking up the old English and shit. <laughs> yeah. And then when he actually got there and like, <laughs> he, got, he, he instantly was like, all right, buddy. Like he like had like a moment with somebody. I'm like, this dude's fucking funny as shit. I love I that love he was that like character. changing in the kitchen and they were yeah, like, yeah, when he was changing the, exactly. Or when he, he asked if he could just speak like an old man instead of old English. And, and like, here's the thing too, is that that's where I'm kind of sliding into the good thing about Gilmore Girls, which is like very relatable, believable humor. Yeah. And like the guy, that guy totally exists. Like that guy oh, yeah. is an essence of a person that you can find basically anywhere. So I like all the funny shit for him. Uh, I think the hotel runner guy, the other bald guy you guys were talking about, Michelle? I think he is just like absolutely confused on what he should be doing. Really? <laughs> yeah, for sure. In this episode, I mean, specifically. I feel like you always like Paris in episodes. Like you're all, like, Paris you always is end great. up liking that character. She's the That's one the friend. who, yeah, the blonde. The one that Lisa like follows Wilde. her to college just oh, because she's no, a better I like, actress. I liked her too. Yeah, she was she was fucking annoying in that really funny way. Yeah. yeah. Um, but she does seem like a miserable bitch, doesn't she? Like, <laughs> goddamn. I mean, yeah, but like she definitely has an arc, and like I feel like they kept her with. <laughs> no, no, I know. Rory I like. I like that she's character. a good actress, and like oh, heightens yeah. Alexis Bledel a little bit. Yeah. Oh yeah. Oh, and that's the other thing too is like Alexis Bledel is just so she's not good. She's just not alive. Like her veins are not pumping blood. <laughs> And I mean, she looks pretty. She's cold, she? she's cold she to the to touch. Do. She's vampiric at this point. It's winter themed. And <laughs> I, I have to tell you that you guys said it got better. All right. I've watched all over now. I've seen season five. I've seen season one. I'd I've say season, season three is her stride. This yeah. is the worst I've seen her. This oh, really? Episode, really? I think is even worse than the pilot. Because I feel like Milo Ventimiglia... The reason why... The reason why is because she has so much more scenes without her mother in it. Oh, okay. The scene in the horse cart when she's... Like, by the way, Milo is running miles around her, like, doing laps acting. Like, he literally... Well, he's a great actor. He's such a yeah. better actor than like she is. I feel like it helps. The only time where I felt like it was, like, on an even keel was very early with, like... Um, the Dean character, Jared Padalecki. I feel like the pilot episode, Jared was almost as bad as Alexis Bledel, 
But now he's so much better than she is at this point in the show that it's fucking noticeable. And then the other guy is even better than he is. So it's like, fuck, you guys are like upstaging her in every scene. And this show is about this bitch. And I feel like she's like a background character in it. But there's so much time spent listening to her talk in the same fucking tone of voice, the same deadpan, emotionless fucking voice. And just cheating on her boyfriend. And just being a <laughs> slut. But that's not the problem, honestly. I wish she was more of a slut. It'd make the show more entertaining. But like the moment that really got me to be like, this bitch is... <laughs> is boring is it's so sad too she's at, she's like asking the girl what do you do, what are you up to tonight and then the girl goes what do you mean and like she freaks like what do you mean i'm up to, what do you mean what am i up to and she's like i mean what are you up to tonight it's supposed to be like a joke but i'm just like did they just repeat the same fucking line read right there because there was no there was no deviation from what she said the first time and not in a comical way and this is all i can do you press the word button and i spit it out She's definitely more subtle. She's, she <laughs> sucks so bad. I, and I'm not, and like, listen, she's obviously very beautiful and like is, is like so much richer than me. So who cares what I say? But like, I got to tell you, I just think that not everybody's cut out for acting, even though I think she's likable. Like she's actually likable, but that has nothing to do with her acting. She just seems like a nice person. I don't think it's really much of an act. I feel like sometimes when she's talking, she's just reading the lines. Yeah, I agree. I think that's just. But I think that's endearing about the show. No, especially later on. I feel like later Rory is more just Alexis Bledel than yeah Rory. And I'm just kind of I don't know. I'm over it. I'm 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 over the fact that like she can just not improve, but everybody still lets her be. Well, there. that's two damn bags. It's always going to be on still. Yeah. No, I know. <laughs> So what did you think of this episode? I Fran? love this episode. I've always loved this episode. Was I too dour? I knew this episode. Was mine too? Was mine too dour? I need to know now. You just only shit on our dreams, but that's yeah. Okay. I said I liked the one guy, the one that we don't like. Yeah, and Rune sucks. Fuck off. And I Rune's like kind of, okay. I like if you're the not outfit. a Gilmore Girls expert, you need to stop talking. <laughs> Time for the experts to talk. There's no experts here, so I thought I would just meet everybody. Everyone. Oh my god, you cannot disagree with us. that, but okay. I like this episode. I think Same. this episode's funny. I mean, it's hmm. I'd say it's uh a slower episode, but like Same. they're all kind of slow. That's kind of <laughs> what they are. Not a lot of high stakes. Like, but are that's you, not like the are point. you hearing yourself? You don't get what I'm talking about. No, it, high stakes is not the point of the show. This show is a time capsule and the slice you, of life. You yeah. use the words boring, so I'm just I'm just highlighting. I that. should I did not slow. say boring. No, S- slow and boring are different. Yeah. She did not say boring. Okay, fair enough. I, think the, I said the pacing's slow, but like that. it's supposed to be slow. If we listen back yeah. and she says the word boring, I didn't she did boring. not say boring. I did not I, say she boring. She probably didn't, but if she did, put it I in did the comments. not. I did not. You put that word in my mouth. Anyways, we're talking about Gilmore Girls. Yeah, okay. <sighs> what did you think of this episode, Cody? Why'd you pick it? Um, so I love this episode. I do think, yes, it's a little slow, but I feel like that is Gilmore Girls. It's yeah. meant to be kind of like just this, like, it's supposed to feel like real life. You live in a snow globe of a town. Mm-hmm. It's not supposed to be very problematic. And so I I really love this episode. And I also just like how niche it is. Like, oh, they're all getting dressed up in these fancy costumes and they're ho- hosting this dinner. And you get to see all of these dynamics play that normally you don't get to see every episode, but you get to see them all in the same episode. Um, 
Yeah, I always like when the parents come to yeah. Mystic Falls. Whoa, I just said Mystic Falls? <laughs> Stars Hollow, hello? I'm conflating my universes now that I love. Um, yeah, agreed. I, I love <laughs> Logan just in the set. Anyway, um, I really love stuff like this because it shows off what Amy Palladino does really well. And it's like these little character nuances. Like there's this scene where... Uh, Emily's mad at her husband so she comes back to her daughter's room and they're like getting ready for bed and you see them both like patting their face with powder before and doing their moisturizer and Rory's like well behold my future and I just thought it was really cool that they're showing it in like these little ways instead of it being all verbiage because I feel like a lot of what Gilmore Girls is is talking and I like that this episode's also picking up on some of the more subtle like yeah that's a good point I do like that moment um, I love Gilmore Girls. Logan sucks. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> what would you rate this episode? I love that, like, I always let people have their opinions, but I, I trash this one little Alex Bladell project. Alexis Bladell. Alexis. I'm calling her Alex Bladell. All right. Anyway. I refuse to call her by her real name at this point. But I'm calling That's you mean. Lewis. Got it. <laughs> it wouldn't be the first time someone called me some dumb <laughs> shit like that. What would you rate this episode? Uh, I'd say like a seven. Yeah. I, I like this episode. Again, it's not a Christmas episode, but yeah. I was kind of pick. So I, d- I thought the episode you picked was going to be a lot more Christmassy. <laughs> so I was like, okay, I'll do more of a winter. Yeah. There is a pure Christmas episode in season seven. I was seven. wondering that because it feels like they don't do a lot of they, like pure holiday ones. Most of them are like just winter themes. Yeah. And so I think maybe next year we'll do that one and I'll there make sit through that. <laughs> But yeah, it doesn't work as a Christmas episode. I will 100% say that up front. It's not a Christmas episode. But it's like a holiday special. It's like a holiday. It aired around Christmas. It's winter themed. Yeah, I would give this episode like a six and a half. It's definitely like, it's it's not too high on my list of favorite episodes, but it's a memorable one. I give it seven swans a a swimming. Okay. Oh, what do I give it? We'll just round down to six. Uh, Six geese a laying and a half. (laughs) I I just want to say that... um, I really wish the snowmen in the Doctor Who episode would Shut make an appearance in the snowmen right making contest in this episode. It would be a great combination. All right, what I don't do you think rate anyone wants to see Bjork with teeth. <laughs> That's what I'm saying. I, I think it'd be really interesting to see the Bjork snowman come to life. Oh, God. She she already exists. That's Bjork. <laughs> Yikes. Bjork. I don't know if we're allowed to talk about Bjork on the internet anymore. Hi. Hi, Bjork. Hi, Bjork. Hey, Bjork. Sorry about that whole stalker thing that happened to you. That sucks. But it's the most viral thing on the internet, so there's that. What do you rate this episode? Uh, two turtle doves. Okay. Lame. All right. We're going to take- Like Rory and, Rory and Lorelai are two turtle doves. Sorry. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> All right. We'll be right back. <laughs> two turtle ducks. With some King of the Hill. Hey, guys. It's CL. Uh, I just wanted to come on and say thank you for all the support for my album, Scorpio. Uh, I've really loved the response. You guys have been really great. And I'm really excited for you guys to deep dive into some more music maybe sometime soon. We'll see. Uh, This song is called Painter. And I really love it. I produced it with La Pomera, who is an incredibly talented uh, DJ person. And you can check out his YouTube channel as well. It's youtube.com slash La Palmera.
it's time for Logan's pick. And we're not going to have to drink Bill. Oh, God. <laughs> oh, my God. So, King of the Hill, right? Go ahead. King of the Hill, the episode is called Living on Reds, Vitamin C, and Propane. Uh, it is the seventh episode of season eight, airing in 2003. Hank rents Hank an 18-wheeler and takes Bobby on a road trip. At a truck stop, they meet several tough truckers voiced by popular country music stars who scoff at Hank for trying to play trucker. That's the moral of the story. And the best part is is the uh, the whole gang stows away in the truck bed as well. But yep. that's that, I think, is such an important part of the episode. And that was not on Wikipedia. I know, which is weird. <laughs> Basically, uh, Hank's mom's like best friend dies right before Christmas. Yeah. And uh, she, she leaves her all this antique furniture, but like Hank's mom lives far away now. She doesn't still live in Texas. Or Arizona. Like, she lives in Arizona now. Yeah. So Hank is like, you know, I'm going to rent a truck to bring it out to you. And then he like gets all excited and decides to rent an entire fucking semi truck, <laughs> which is like, that's so hillbilly and shit. Yeah. And then the, his gang, Boomhauer. And he uses like a, a fourth of it maybe yeah, on all the Boomhauer, Dale, and Bill stow away in the back. And they experience things like 102 degree like <laughs> suns and... <laughs> And at one point, they're, like, trying to, like, squeeze moisture out of their snacks and all they have are <laughs> chips. chips and saltines. It's, it's fucking <laughs> awesome. Dude, this episode was so fucking funny. Like, it was so fucking funny. And they couldn't stop. So, like, they wanted him to... Hank didn't know that they were in the back, but, like, their plan was if Hank stopped, they were going to, like, try to bust out. Yeah. But, like, Hank couldn't stop because he was trying to make it home for Christmas. Yep. And then the whole time Peggy and Luann are writing their own Christmas, Christmas trucker song. song. <laughs> and it's fucking awesome. It's so good. It's so good. Luann is, like, such a perfect character for yeah. that kind of thing. And then I love the whole time Dale's wife is just, like, I kind of... Re- report a missing person in this. <laughs> yeah, and that's like the running joke of the episode Peggy like, and Luann are like trying to show her the song yeah. they're like that's great Shug but uh, I'm oh, trying to so file it's a not that Shug I just report. haven't seen Dale in 48 hours <laughs> <laughs> it's so we fucking funny way, me, Peggy. I love that Bobby gets addicted to coffee I, like, I, I, I love, love that, that. Boomhauer gets them st- I guess it's all of them but they get stuck on the top of a mountain out of fuel <laughs> God. literally oh the mountain looked like a cinnamon roll it was just yeah. like one big spiral just because hank fell asleep for like a little bit yeah so good and he had a dream he got to his mom's house and during christmas they did the pledge of allegiance <laughs> they're like why should we believe you're a trucker and literally they sh- they watch as they shoot out the yeah, back of the truck they shoot the back of the truck pull the truck bed open he's like hey we're not gonna drink bill <laughs> <laughs> they're all just in their underwear and they're like table for five <laughs> Oh my god. <laughs> oh my god. Those and just the idiots. scene where they realize that they're in this hot ass truck bed and you see Boomhauer in his leopard print <laughs> man thong yes. laying on that desk like dang old man wanna die. I remember like you made a point to turn off subtitles because they ruined Boom. Yeah, if if you can read what he says, it actually isn't funny. And like that's so fucked up, but it's true. Yeah. It's like 100%. Guys, it's a real thing. Do not watch King of the Hill with subtitles. (laughs) Unless you're deaf, then I'm sorry. Boomhauer is probably in a really annoying, bland character for you. Yeah. I never thought of it that way. That sucks. Yeah. (laughs) Boomhauer is only funny in his literal delivery. Yeah. Yeah. Wow. Love that. And there's whole episodes dedicated around Boomhauer, too. Those are probably the most boring fucking episodes of King of the Hill (laughs) to people who are deaf. Fucking King of the Hill is so boring sometimes. 
So what did you think of the episode, Fran? I loved it. I thought this episode, like, visually was really, like, high quality for King of the Hill, too. They had a lot yeah. of, like, still shot paintings. And yeah. And, like, they did a lot of fun stuff the with the animation. animation. with the Actually, writing of the song. Yeah. yeah. I wrote stuff down about this. It was one. really cool watching, like, the notepad mm-hmm. section. That was really yeah. awesome. Venom, uh, Venom, Let There Be Carnage ripped that scene. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my God. They really did. Whoa. <laughs> I love the whole carnage between Luann and Peggy as they're like fighting over what direction to go I with know. the Christmas song. It's so and, fucking and good. And both their directions are absolutely Horrid. insane. Horrid. Insane. And then did you like the actual trucker song they put at the end? Cause no. I, I thought that was super fucking funny. It was funny, but I was like, this is not a song. <laughs> it's nuts, dude. Logan and I were having this argument earlier that there's been no like classic Christmas song to come out in the last like 10, 20 years. Mm-hmm. Yeah. This is also not in the last 10, 20 years. Never mind. Yeah, I mean, like, aside from Snoop Dogg's new drop, Green mm. Christmas. Green Christmas. Shout out to Green Christmas. I think one of my, right? I think one of my favorite lines from this episode, though, is when they're all stuck in the truck bed and Dale goes, At the rate I'm smoking, we only got 30 minutes of clean <laughs> oxygen left. <laughs> At the rate I'm smoking. I forgot uh, about that. So fucking good. <laughs> we all know someone like oh that, too. God. It's awful. <laughs> Oh my god. Yeah, no, this was a really good one. I, this was I've, a strong episode of and, King of the Hill. Yeah. And it managed to still, like, this one felt the most Christmassy out of all three to me. Granted, I think that the three episodes we all picked weren't very Christmassy in nature anyway. But this one's the most Christmassy to me. I, out of the three we watched. The only Christmas I get is the Christmas song, and even that, I don't get it. So, like, literally, I think we just watched three set around Christmas episodes, not <laughs> I, Christmas episodes. I feel episodes. like this one's this still one Christmas, because yeah. he's going down, like, this ice road, and he's trying to get home in time for, like, his it's mother's It's, like, very Americana Christmas. Christmas. Yeah, I guess. And then the whole time, there's this overlapping of, like, the, the writing of the Christmas song isn't just happening. It's it's playing it's in what tangent with it, the show. I think, yeah. Yeah, I feel like... I think you're right. I think without the buy story of the Christmas stuff, it, it doesn't leave that much Christmassy stuff. Yeah. But since there's this byline story, it is very Christmassy. And the, the stakes are fully around Christmas. They need to make it home for Christmas. King of the Hill actually has really great Christmas episodes. So, you know, if, we, if we're revisiting Gilmore Girls, I'm absolutely going to visit the one all right, where... So then we'll, we'll do another Doctor, Doctor Hill. Who. <laughs> oh, no, that's horrible. Let's not do all of the same. No, never mind. I'll pick something else. <laughs> I'm kidding. I won't do another Doctor Who. We will not pick something else. We're doing Gilmore Girls again next year. <laughs> Insane. God. I what will did, then. What did you think of this, Cody? Do you do you like King of the Hill? Is that something yeah. that you've watched? Um, it was definitely something I watched growing up because it was always on Fox 19 gotcha. if you live in the greater Cincinnati area. Um, I, I loved King of the Hill growing up. I thought it was really fun because I always loved cartoons and I was like, oh my God, you can be like on a cartoon and smoke. Like, what is that? <laughs> and like the other adult cartoons at the time, and I know because we're around the same age is like, we're going to, I didn't really want to watch fucking Family Guy. You same. Know? And family. And the thing with King of the Hill is I felt like King of the Hill was actually really kind of smart. Yeah. And agreed. really modest for an animation. Like nothing too insane visually happens. I agree. In yeah, King of the Hill. That's a good point. And also just, I like all of the characters. I just feel like there's something there for everyone. And even though, yes, they're all like super hillbilly and that's not really my personality, but like, I love that. And they're not just like character, they're, they're not caricatures of like these character traits of like being a hillbilly. They, yeah. They're all more nuanced than that. Yeah. Um, and like Dale's like the ultimate pre QAnon QAnon. Literally. But Literally. like it goes to show you people used to think that character was outlandish. It can never be true. 
I'm sorry, so guys. True. Maybe it's more accurate than people want to give Dale credit for. Maybe yeah. Dale's a little bit more of a real person than you thought. L- literally, I can tell you, living in Kentucky, we all know Dale. We all know Bill. Yep. Can't say I've met a boom hour. I've met dang near close. Oh, really? But yeah, I've got family <laughs> more south than you do in Kentucky. Okay. <laughs> That's valid. Um, but yeah, I, I really love Family Guy. This episode, I will say, I really did enjoy, and I liked the whole... I, I liked the tossing back and forth of the A and B story where I feel like more commonly with King of the Hill, I feel like I'm more attached to one story over the other. And I do feel like this one was equally strong where I really liked both sides. A lot of people have always given um, King of the Hill an issue because it's like every single time if there's a Bobby story, that's what everybody cares about. Yeah. And as a result, there's a lot of stories that are very like side B because Bobby's like the funniest character on the show. Agreed. Of um, course. So I like the episodes where the bi- where it's not really about Bobby, and it's not because I don't like Bobby. I think Bobby's just better as like a side character. I think he's just more fun to have him p- put him in situations. So, but the, that's my purse. I don't know you. No, no, that, the that best, is the right? legendary episode, and also the the episode where Joseph kisses Connie and that whole oh, like yeah. puberty mm. episode is like the funniest, that's a good episode, funniest fucking episode. That's a There's good so episode. many good episodes. Or when he tries weed hell. for the first time and chills in the moon bounce. <laughs> There's tons of good Bobby. Hill I episodes. love when him and Peggy. But eat I think that in those episodes, off of a charcoal grill and st- or like hot dogs or something, yeah, and yes. like they have to lie about it. Yes, that's a great that's episode. Too. That's a good I one. love Peggy and Bobby. Oh, yeah. those are like my two I think main. Peggy might be my favorite character. Yeah. She's hilarious. Do you remember the I one where, where uh, Bobby kept putting beans up his nose and then he's like, I can't breathe? And it <laughs> no. was because he was, he was cheating uh, on his mom. <laughs> yes. Peggy, Peggy's like obsessed with like winning board games and shit. And Bobby kept winning to like take her down a peg because she acts crazy. And he was shoving beans in his nose because it was like a, a game with beans. And it was like whoever has them left over is the loser. And she just kept losing. And then eventually he was like, I, she's like, she's like, I knew you were cheating. Cause he was like trying to get a bean out of his nose. And he just turns around and goes, I can't breathe. <laughs> <laughs> and she like freaks out and is like, it's all serious. All of a sudden, those oh. are the best episodes. The Chuck Mangione episode yeah. also just saying literally so like so good. But the Christmas episodes are like some of the best. And, yeah. and, and the Thanksgiving episodes are literally the best. We'll have to do that next year because I, I don't think I've ever seen a Christmas or a Thanksgiving episode that I remember. There's one where uh, Bill opens up his own Santa's village and it's like popular and like he thinks he's making friends. So he keeps it open till like July. Oh. And Hank's like sick of this fucking Christmas house being there all the whole summer. And he's like, what the fuck? That's amazing. <laughs> That's adorable. That's amazing. Who? OK, I have, I have a very serious question. OK, you are Peggy. Alrighty. You have to have an affair with either Boomhauer, Bill, or Dale. Boomhauer. Dale. Ba- Boomhauer. I'm basically asking who's your fuck Mary kill between the three of them. Boomhauer. Dale. You're gonna kill all three of them. <laughs> no, I said Boomhauer. But who would you marry? Who would you fuck? Who would you kill? Oh, um, I would kill Dale. Okay. No, I kill Bill because you probably want me to <laughs> kill Bill. Sorry. Um, I would. I'd marry Boomhauer and I'd just fuck Dale once and then please ask him to leave. Mine's the same as yours. What? Okay. <laughs> Franny. I like, would. What? I would kill Bill. But for the record, that. I would fuck the shit out of Peggy. I mean. Let that be I known. Know That's love, love a strong woman. That's literally Franny. Yeah. That's, Franny's That's entirely Peggy. your type. We'll discuss this. Hold Spill on. Peggy. <laughs> I would. Um, I would kill Bill. I would. Fuck Boomhauer, but then I would marry Dale because I like Dale. 
Why? He's reliable. Is he? No. I mean, <laughs> I was like, in a way, I like I like how adventurous he is. I feel like him and I okay. could get into some antics. Okay. <laughs> Pocket sand. He's fun. <laughs> Pocket sand shot. <laughs> he's always down to do whatever you That's don't understand true. i, I released the mongoose to catch the deer like he he's insane and he'll also just simp you know i mean we'll i see. love that he thinks that joseph is his son i know exactly really funny. that's the simp. funniest joke in the whole show yeah, it's awesome john redcorn is a great character yeah i love, I love the name i love john redcorn so much okay why am i pick wait who would you fuck mary kill you said it was the same as Logan? mine's the same as Logan. okay well, what if you just what if you just set aside the rules of the three and what is like the whole show whole show actually no here you can only fuck one person from the show who is it oh god that's well, hard i can only and why is it john redcorn well that's why i was gonna say it might be john redcorn <laughs> um <laughs> ooh, i don't know I, I, it might be Boomhauer still. Wow. I really like John Redcorn, so I don't know. Damn. Or, or maybe Connie's dad. <laughs> <laughs> What's his name? Con? Con. <laughs> Con cracks my shit up. Yeah, dude. <laughs> like, funny. I feel like I'd always have fun with Con because I'd just be laughing. But he's so mean. But you like that sometimes. I like that. You want somebody to bully you. Because <laughs> I want to talk shit back. Yeah. I, I would fuck Dale. Anyways, continue. Still Holy Dale? Out of it. There's something about oh, Dale. That, no, that gives me it. no confidence about myself. <laughs> the fact that there's there's all these potential suitors. I mean, you got the strong, reliable Hank Hill. I would totally play a King of the Hill dating sim. Oh, my God. I would, I would, <laughs> I would marry Hank, though. <sighs> would I marry Hank? Hank no, is a man you Hank marry. would bother the shit out of me. But him. wait, dude, he's he's gonna make sure your house looks amazing. Yeah, he would. But he's gonna I'd, take I'd care have of the to lawn. Listen to him talk about propane. Hank is husband Hank, material. Hank said once to Peggy, "If you wanted to, I remember this line. If you wanted to agree to a silent marriage, I'd agree to it." Oh, okay. Then I might be down because Peggy was getting annoyed with how much he was talking about propane. He's like, "If you want to be silent on our marriage, I would agree to that." Do you think Hank can put it down? I think so. I mean, he's I got. I think they only do it missionary. Though. I think. Yeah, I feel he's like he's got, a chode. He's got those little cheeks. He does have little. He's cheeks. got a bad butt. Yeah, he's got the littlest of cheeks. A butt's important. Okay, <laughs> Boomhauer. <laughs> I'm doing Boomhauer. Dale. Who would you fuck? Peggy. Yeah. Peggy. Still. Okay. Not, not even. Not even Dale's wife. Dale's wife is. She's like beautiful. Dale's wife. Is definitely contracted some sort of transmittable disease. <laughs> you know, not even Luann. Uh, Luann just feels oh, like a kid to me. It yeah. feels. Point. It, I, I mean, like she's cool and all, but I feel like I would be taking advantage of her, even if I yeah. knew we were only gonna fuck once. I feel like I'd be like best friends with Luann. I'd yeah. be like, Luann would be like the person that I would call to like come over and play Mario Party. Yeah. Aww. You know, yeah, she's that. fun. She's a bud. But Peggy, you'd hit that. I would fuck Peggy in front of Hank. Who would you say you are? That's Peggy right there is Franny. <laughs> I, I mean, I agree with you. She I'd Peggy. say I'd say you're Bobby. <laughs> Bob? I think I'm Bobby. I'm just I, kidding. I feel like that's Bobby. I think Bobby. you're Bobby. <laughs> I'm totally Bobby. Yeah, what you're, are you talking about? You're definitely about? Bobby. I feel you like know, I, our friend Zeth is actually Bobby, though. Definitely. We have a friend who is Bobby Hill. Like, he is him. It's crazy. Have I met Zeth? I don't, I don't I know. I don't think so. Maybe, maybe, maybe not. not. Oh, you, well. met, you met a lot of people. But yeah, yeah, I would say you're Bobby. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's a good point. Yeah, or John Redcorn. I was I was gonna say John Redcorn for, for you. you? Mm-hmm. No, for him. Oh, who who would you say for you? Connie. 
Connie. <laughs> Connie, that's so true. I yeah, mean, that, Connie. Is, Damn, that is true. That's so <laughs> you true. <nailed> that. <laughs> that's so true. You know Connie's a Swifty. Oh, fuck yeah. <laughs> Connie's like just sitting in her room being like, it doesn't matter that it was 10 years ago. I remember it all too well. Fuck. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, God. oh, so I feel like my mom is con, so that would make a lot of sense. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> that's, awesome. that's your guys' dynamic. Do you remember when Joseph kisses Connie's mom right after oh. he kissed her? It, vaguely. She like comes in the bathroom, he like busted his nose, like trying to kiss Connie. <gasps> and then she's I cleaning up his nose that. and she kisses her, kisses her and she's like, I remember that. She's like, oh. <laughs> <laughs> she's like, you're sexy or some shit like that. And she's like, but. A little too pushy. That's my like mamma. That. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god. Um I I loved this episode. What would you rate it? It was really fucking good. I think it's one of the better Christmas episodes. I would give it an eight out of ten. It's a ten out of ten for me. This is like the perfect King of the Hill episode. Like there there's a few perfect ones great. that I think are better yeah. than this, but I'm gonna say eight so maids fun. of milking. Oh, what's what's ten? <laughs> Uh, so I also gave it ten. eight maids of milking. Yeah, ten is uh, ten lords a leaping. All right, ten lords a leaping. <laughs> Eleven pipers piping. That's the next one. Anyway, uh, thank you guys so much for watching. <laughs> Listening. <laughs> I guess you could have watched the little bouncy. Yeah, you could have watched yeah. our little thing. Happen. Oh yeah, it's a little circle. It's yeah. a circle. Yeah. Used to be a little bouncy dots. Yeah. Um, where can they find you on social media? Uh, you can go to youtube.com slash a pilot podcast to listen to this on YouTube. Nice. If you kiss you yep. listening somewhere else. Hey there. You can go to youtube.com slash crosscut cinema to hear me and Franny talking about movies. Yeah. Bullshit. Uh, in order with, to get two other people in order to get bonus stuff you can go to youtube.com slash Logan Tyler. Sorry, Logan Tyler music. Get fucked. <laughs> um, <laughs> and also if you want to have my hot takes on Trisha Paytas, you can go to my Twitter at last Life Logan. <laughs> <laughs> love it where can they find you Fran oh I'm not on I, I just crosscut cross cinema just baby cross cut. that's fine yeah we love that I should grow my social media presence but that's you a- should I feel like you'd be good at it <laughs> if you like we'll that see I need a new phone <laughs> right now I have a galaxy that's just shattered I grabbed it out of my purse the other day and I got broken glass in my fingers there's so maybe- literally a spot on her phone that's just missing screen yeah it's just so, so when I get a new phone maybe I'll be more present on the social media <laughs> hey guys hey guys <laughs> Hey guys. Anyway, um, you can find me at youtube.com slash CL blue official. Also, I am on social media under that. I have an album called Scorpio. You got your, you got your YouTube.com. I did. Hey guys, it's CL. Yeah. Hey guys, it's CL. I want to thank you guys. Like I post critical role recaps every Saturday at noon and you guys have been very kind about them. Um, yeah, I hit 150 subs, I think yesterday. Thank you. There you go, dude. We Um, love the growth. Let us know what you want us to review in the new year. Mm-hmm. Definitely. Mm-hmm. All right, guys. It's been it's been a good year. We love you. Merry holidays. Happy crisis. <laughs> <laughs>